0: Siempre Viva! Welcome back, everybody. I'm Reptile. And I'm Lily. And today we're talking about queer cult classic Death Becomes Her. It follows washed up Broadway actress Madeline Ashton and insecure writer Helen Sharp, two frenemies who stumble upon an elixir that promises eternal youth. Hilarity ensues. Actually, happy belated birthday to this movie because I just realized it came out July 31st, 1992. It turned 29 a couple days ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I forgot about that completely. But um yeah, Cult Queer, specifically Queer Cult Classic. Really good movie. I'm surprised I haven't seen it like sooner. Like it's really funny. It's a dark comedy. It kind of starts off as like a revenge type film in the beginning mm-hmm. because Helen's trying to get back at Madeline, but then it turns into like a female friendship type of movie at the end where they're like literally picking each other up and <laughs> holding each other together literally <laughs> so would you like would you did you have any i i don't have any cons for this movie i have a bunch of pros but uh did you I have any cons i actually did have some cons did you what is wow, it wow that's the first um
1: my i actually didn't like how the movie ended i i mean i guess it's it makes sense but it was kind of like i don't know it kind of just It was I don't know what I was expecting for the ending, but like when they just like fall apart, like it makes sense. But at the same time, I was like, okay, cool. Oh, (laughs) you know what I mean? I just wasn't like that's the only I think the only con I had. I'm trying to think of what else.
0: Would you like the whole like. um like, uh, what's his name? Menvo's like a uh, eulogy or whatever it's called at his funeral or like life. Uh, uh, he's eternally young or like, he's going to live forever because it's in the lives of his grandchildren and whatnot. Like it's the stories that get passed down. Like, be honest, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get that. But like, you're not living forever. You're not alive. But I like that. Like <laughs> Madeline was like, blah, blah, blah. And then like walk out. Did you like that? Did yeah, you like I, liked, the, the, I okay. love
1: that part. I, that's the part that I, it was just like that. Like when they basically, I don't know. I was hoping that they would like. I guess that wasn't the point of the movie, but I was hoping that they would also have a happy ending. But it makes sense that them trying to live forever is not something natural, not something we should be striving for, that we should all strive to age gracefully. And that's kind of, I think, what that eulogy was
0: all about. Mm hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. But I think we also talked about at the end of the movie, you're like, I want to live forever. That sounds horrible. I'm going to be broke forever. I'm just going to be homeless for the rest of my life.
1: Exactly. It's why all those rich people were able to Mm -hmm. live forever. And I think that was his point. Like, hey, like, like only you, you'll have fulfillment in your life and be able to live forever. If you live through the memories of
0: others. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the guess. that's the the best takeaway we're supposed to take for this movie. But I just like that it's super campy and that it's like it's it's just funny. It's just two catty women,
1: and it's so nineties. It really is of it is, its yeah. time. But what the good thing? I, I I guess we can probably switch into our pros then. Yeah, since, that, since was, that was if, the only con? Was that
0: your only con?
1: Just, yeah, you just didn't like the ending. Yeah, I mean I'm just being nitpicky. I'm. It's not really a con, like a
0: true con. Yeah, but what, um, did they, what did they fill themselves with? It looks like cement. Like I don't know what. I don't think embalming does that to you. Um, You see how they like broke? Is that really what it does? It like hardens like that? I apparently so. I I think it's
1: supposed to just be a metaphor for that. They're like no longer
0: human. Oh, okay. Or something like that. Something of that nature. Yeah. Well, I actually have a con the the 90s thing like it did it was made in 1992 and you can see that because like like Madeline Asher wear scrunchies and you can see a lot of it from like their outfits and whatnot but the movies was supposed to be based in the 70s I kind of would have liked to see more of that style I think mm-hmm. that would have looked really cool but I, I don't mind the movie I mean like. As you were saying, like it's from the 90s, but you can still enjoy it now. And I think that also holds up to its visual effects because I won an Oscar and a BAFTA for its visual effects, which I think and, and it, it holds up to this day. <laughs> I can see my ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love those little um, tidbits. But yeah, that's what I liked. I mean, I guess I guess that's where we are different is my pro is that it's so it's so 90s, but it's not cheesy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is campy, but it's not like not. I'm not cringing over any of the scenes. I feel like sometimes when I watch like old TV shows from the 90s, I'm like, wow, really? Like, you really put that in there, or something like something like that. So, which is why I was surprised I liked it so much. Because sometimes when I watch older movies, it just it's it's hard for me to watch because it's cringy.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Like, like, do you not like like some of the CGI? Like, does not hold up. To this day, like some of the CGIs, like did is it because of that or just, just like an overall feel for a movie feeling like it's dated?
1: It's probably because like, um I don't know, maybe it's because some of the movies I'm thinking of are more like kid movies. That's probably what I'm thinking of more. Some of those 90 ones are really just cringe. I don't. I don't know if I'm explaining myself right, but yeah, it's like some of that stuff for me is like. I guess I get secondhand embarrassment watching it now, and I'm like, that's why it's less enjoyable. But but I like this movie. I feel like I felt. I didn't feel any secondhand embarrassment or any like cringy
0: feelings. Hmm. All right. Did you have another pro, or should I talk about a pro that I have? Uh, you can go with your pro. Um, I liked. Um lyle's first costume that like necklace trinket top thing where mm-hmm. she's like basically naked i liked it because it kind of it kind of looks like um like gifts like little gifts and trinkets that she's gotten from her like clients throughout the years because she's like what 70 years old so some of it kind of looks dated some of it kind of looks new and i liked that i like that it made like a whole like it kind of looks like she's wearing um uh like medals you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, she it looks does. Like, She looks decorated. Yeah, I liked that. I thought, I thought that was a really cool outfit. I first time watching it, I was kind of confused, but the second time I was like, I kind of get it when she says like it has a cost. I thought she meant like like you're going to lose yourself. Like now, like you can't have any attachments to new friends because like, they're going to be like, why are you aging? So I thought she meant like those types of attachments, but she literally just meant money. (laughs) Like she wrote like on a check or she wrote on a piece of paper and like, this is how much it is. I was like, Oh, okay. That makes, that makes more sense. But I, I don't know. I kind of would like to see her go into a little bit more of like you like not just saying like, oh, after like ten years of like unchanged beauty, you have to like disappear or fake your death. I maybe would have liked to see like uh like like her trying to explain that you may lose your humanity. Oh yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing but I, I i don't know the the money thing is actually kind of funny to me because it is a very vain thing when you think about it like trying to stay young forever like because it's not even just young they're just trying to stay beautiful because they base beauty on being young yes yeah so like i don't know i forgot where i was going with that but just i just thought that was funny it was like Oh, Okay, so it is just literally money. <laughs> We're just all after money. Exactly. So whatever.
1: <laughs> See, I thought when I was watching that scene that she was gonna have to like um, kill her husband or kill somebody that was of equal value so that she could stay young forever. <gasps> Ooh, I thought that would have been cool, but it it made, I mean, it I it made sense that they didn't go that route because it's that's not like that kind of movie. It you would have made it too dark. Yeah, I would have made it too dark and yeah. and, and emotional. So and I, it's just trying to be funny. It's not really trying to. Just to poke fun at um, Hollywood's idea of being young and beautiful forever,
0: mm-hmm. and then even um, Goldie Hawn's character Helen when she says, like, when Madeline asks her, she's like, "How much did you pay for this this potion?" And she says, like, she's just like, "Every every penny that I had." Which I like that Lyle like based it off of the person, so mm-hmm. it, it it was it was a bigger impact for impact for that individual. So like like a hundred k is big money to us. to like a millionaire or a billionaire. That's like kind of like chump change. They're like, yeah, whatever. So like I like that she increased the cost depending on who it was that wanted the potion. I also liked the 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 party scene that they had from the wide angle shot. I could see Marilyn. I recognized that pink dress that she Mm -hmm. had on and I was like, oh my god, that makes sense. Like some of them like tragically died or like like disappeared or oh, whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh that makes sense. And then the Elvis pop up was funny. <laughs> it's like, now we have to stop appearing in public. Don't mind my accent. But I just like he's like, I'm talking about you. you? And it's just Elvis is like oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just one time.
1: It like makes sense. And then who um what's his name was in there? James Dean. I saw I recognized him. Yeah, yeah. He takes his car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, whoever was um I don't know like whoever was the actor who was playing James Dean like
0: looked really mu- like really a lot like him. I didn't catch it. You didn't catch it? No, um. I didn't. I was more interested I was like, "Oh my god, that's the car." <laughs> and then he took off. And I was like, "Ah, whatever." It was a fast scene. Um Yeah, I have a lot of pros. <laughs> you got a lot. I mean the I I wrote down a con, but then I changed it to a pro just like we talked about this, this is how like petty they both were and like oh, yeah. all of a sudden their beef was done she's like you called me cheap but like <laughs> Madeline come on, come down now like you stole three men from her and married one of them so I mean like c- come on now like are we really gonna weigh that out like
1: yeah that she called you cheap mm-hmm. I mean I guess it just says like what she's all about is just money hmm. and that image of like needing money to be successful mm-hmm. or worth anything
0: yeah or just her image in general mm-hmm. too. Like it, like sometimes it didn't have to do with money. It was just like I have to look a certain way, which I thought was cool. I thought that was a nice take. I liked the, like the critics didn't get it. <laughs> like they're like they're like I don't get this movie. Like it's it's over the top and it's mm-hmm. it's it's grotesque in some places. And I'm like that's the point. Yeah, <laughs> that was the whole point of it. Oh, I didn't. I forgot to look that up. I forgot to look up what how much a plastic surgeon makes compared to a. He's a reconstructive mortician, which I'm not sure what the difference is. Because I mean, That's like, if, if you are a mortician, you already do reconstructive work anyway. So I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I just thought I was like, what seems that you're both you're making money at the end of the day. And you're living in this like mansion in Beverly Hills. Like, I think you're doing fine. It's whatever. But yeah. I think it was more like he was like like emotionally like emasculated was his like big problem was he thought he got Madeline. He, he found someone who would like kind of worship him and like hold him and affirm him. But he just, he just got like a cold bed and like a a cheating wife.
1: Oh, okay. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't really have any major pros. I think I liked it overall. I think that it was just a good, enjoyable movie. Especially because it was the first time I've seen it. I've never I had never heard about it until you brought it up. Mm. And so but I did like um, I guess one pro that I had was the scene where like you think that she's dead. I forgot forgot her character's name.
0: Um, Madeline Ashton Meryl Streep.
1: Yes. Madeline. You think that she's I really thought she was going to die for a second. Oh, when she first falls down yeah, the stairs so when she first falls <laughs> down the stairs and then she comes back to life mm-hmm. And then I like that parallel with I forgot I, I honestly should have just rewatched the movie but what's what's the other girl's name? Helen Sharp. Helen Sharp when she comes back to life mm-hmm. I like oh my god these girls oh my god
0: I'm so, why didn't Lyle tell them that like, it literally, you're literally, it literally means live forever. Like she, I think she tried to tell them, like oh, you have to take care of your bodies, and like yeah, that's understandable. But like you, you gotta tell people, like if you die, you you're, you're literally dead. Like you, your heart will stop, and you won't come back. So like, she should have maybe emphasized on the fake death, not an actual death. <laughs> uh, I like that whole scene. I like their whole like catty back and forth, mm-hmm. like. Like I can see right through you. <laughs> I liked that. I like that. Like they like fought and like, like oh god, the the bone crunching noises Ugh, that no, happened were kind of no. gross. I liked it. I like again. I the, I think it's uh, the before before they like reconcile and they're like like oh, okay, I guess we're friends now. The like when Meryl Streep throws the spear javelin right and it goes her. through her and she's like yes oh damn <laughs> that, like, really, the really quick dialogue is funny
1: <laughs> yeah I like that scene too I thought it was I thought it I, was, I don't know I felt a little bit empowering mm-hmm. their whole fight scene um, but did you have another pro
0: I have a, a personally I like this more than other cult classics like Rocky Horror Picture Show is so fucking weird <laughs> I tried. I tried. Don't. I don't think you need to. I tried rewatching it and I was like, yeah, this is as weird as I remember. But like this one, I can see why it gets like played constantly and like and like uh, gay bars during Pride Month and things like that. And people like will mouth along or like will say the one liners because it is a very like one liner movie. Not in a bad sense. that It's only Mm -hmm. one liners, but like it is, you know. What's the word I'm thinking of? Um not popular. It has a like it's easily memeable. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it is memeable. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. In a sense.
1: <laughs> I think it's spot. I like I could totally see myself like picking up those one-liners and just using them in conversation with you like mm-hmm. as we do, you know. Can you stop breathing? <laughs> Can you stop breathing? I mean, okay. So <laughs> that's really hard. <laughs> so I could totally I have a story about that actually that I will include in this podcast. So mm-hmm. I used to share a room with my little sister. And um, I'm very particular with the way I sleep. And so it needs to be absolutely quiet. And sometimes she would be breathing hard and I would tell her to stop. (laughs) So when I heard that line, I'm like, yep, love it.
0: (laughs) I get the feeling that this movie. Yeah, because it's almost 30 years old. I get the feeling people are going to want to do a remake of it. Oh, please. No, I know. I can't take another remake. If if they did a remake, though. Would you change something? Would you change something? Change? Change? Yeah, change something in the plot or something narratively or maybe character wise. I don't know. There's really not like the, there's not much we can say. This is a pretty good movie. I I honestly give it a 10 out of 10. I can see why it's it's been endeared within within the queer community. I mean, I, I guess that's also something to talk about in the queer community and how they've taken it. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to
1: say maybe the opening scene. I was confused at first. Oh, the campy number. You didn't like that? No, you didn't I liked like the... it. I was just con- I was I wasn't wasn't expecting it. Oh, I was like, OK, what's going on? What's going on? And then it clicked when everyone started leaving. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. I thought that was a little bit over the top when the people were just like wouldn't just sit through the whole entire thing. But it makes sense because it's just showing that like, hey, she's one not as popular two it's a role that she probably shouldn't have gotten mm-hmm. and three that just shows that she's just so full of herself that she doesn't see the negative reactions from her critics or her or people that are wanting to watch her shows
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but I would like it to if if it were to be remade I'd like it to be set in the 90s I think that would make the most sense yeah actually having it set in the yeah mm-hmm. and
0: then you could really go all out with the costuming. A costuming would be great. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Especially since I feel like so the '90s has been living on for a good 20 years now. I still feel like a lot of those themes are still really popular. Like I, I think at this point, people are just using '90s anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. I would hope they would also like stick with because I think Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn were in there. For- 40s when they made this movie mm-hmm. so it was a good time for them to also like because they probably had those thoughts in their mind as well they're like i'm aging which is a natural process for anyone so it, it, it's kind of ludicrous that you try and stop but you spend so much money trying to stop this process that was the point i was trying to make like i mean do do what you want with your money but like by uh, a coworker, an old co-worker of my mom's she started doing botox when she was 18 are you smoking like a pack a day and going to tanning beds how does your skin look that bad that you think like you need botox
1: i don't think it's like some for some people i don't think it's that they've are damaging their skin to the point of seeing that aging process faster i think it's like your self-perception of yourself you know what i mean i know some people who are like they see that they just start to see a little bit and then they flip because society has put so much pressure on us to look young especially women to look like kids basically being like you know childish but sexy which is definitely creepy and
0: gross Mm.
1: but yeah that that's all i can think of (sighs) that
0: makes me think of do you know bella porch the tiktoker she she blew up because she did the like little like really close-ups like cutesy faces and like just head bopping if you if you look her up you'll you'll recognize who i'm talking about
1: there's two people that i'm thinking
0: she's filipina Um, i believe she's filipina
1: oh she's the one that had that one song that she just came out with a song right she just came out with a song it
0: was like uh i haven't listened to it i really should listen to it it was like a. Like build a bitch or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were saying that about her. And then immediately people were like, well, then why are, why are you infantilizing her? Like, like what, we can't be cute past a certain age? Like you can't like cute things or like wear these things? Like, like I see this as like trying to please and heal your inner child. Because mm-hmm. I later found out that she had a really rough childhood. So that makes sense why she's doing that. Also, it's just, it's an aesthetic you never heard of like Lolita? It's just a shame that like people put. You're disagreeing with me. People put these ideas yeah. on them. Like she's not outwardly saying she's she's oh I'm I'm a baby I'm oh ooh. like yeah, she's yeah. not trying to be a child. Just trying to look cute. Yeah, and also she's Asian, so it's just like you look younger. She's like uh, mid twenties, I think. So she automatically just looks younger, mm-hmm. but people just immediately attack her. Also, like, you're just attacking her because she's making money and you're not. Exactly. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to
1: say, I feel like I understand where some people are coming from because it straddles the line of like. Sexualizing children, mm-hmm. you know, and then. um Actually just being cute. So I think it's like a balancing act that I think some of these people have to have. Yeah. And it's just the way that you present yourself as long as you're not actually saying that you're a child Mm -hmm. and you're not appropriating cultures, Mm -hmm. then I think it's fine. Because I see a lot of like people who are trying to be cute, take it too far when they they, and they make themselves be like a child, you know, Mm -hmm. or they take they appropriate other cultures and take that like sexualization of them. I'm thinking more of the Asian community. If you know what I'm talking about, reptile. Like, of how, like, of... I forgot what I was going to say. But do you know what I mean, though? Like, how they take the Lolita culture, the schoolgirl culture, sexualize that, mm-hmm. when it's been used against the Asian community, specifically the East Asian community,
0: mm-hmm. um, to demean them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just... it it, it, the, it You're right. There was, like, a fine line between, mm-hmm. like, acting like a child and just liking, you know... Kind of childish things. what? You, what cute it, stuff. Yeah, just cute stuff. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with it being cute? It's also part of that East Asian culture to like little cutesy things. So it's just, I, I don't know. I think it's people are just, people just want to be mad. Yep. I forgot how we got on this topic. Oh, it was, it was about aging. Um, yeah. Who,
1: I think, were you trying to say about who you wanted to play?
0: No, I was just thinking like, yeah, I would like if it was set in the 90s because I think a lot of us Especially now since, you know, like, like Stranger Things was capitalizing off of like people who were born in the 80s are now, Mm -hmm. they now have adult money. So now people who were born in the 90s, we now have adult money. So like, I think they're just trying to capitalize off of that. I, and I hate to say this, I could honestly see them making a remake and doing a Jennifer's body to it, like trying to pander to men rather than women. If oh. you know what I mean, like they would. This is I totally miss this in Promising Young Woman, a critic, uh, Carrie Mulligan called out a critic because he didn't think Carrie Mulligan was sexy enough to play that character. Oh Apparently, Scarlett Johansson was supposed to play it. And he they I don't know, actually don't know if it's a man, but they they thought that like it fit better for a a seductress role to be seductive like you just did you just call carrie mulligan ugly oh my god what the fuck? <laughs> like that's like i can i can I see them doing that like just hyper sexualizing it and not making it about like women feeling the need to put themselves under the knife and to spend this much money and to basically like sell their humanity to stay mm. young to appease two people that way i could see them like she's being like oh it's about sexy women becoming undead wow i could see them doing that
1: yeah actually. i could if, if
0: it was like a remake yeah i could see like some big company the big uh production company being like "Eh, we're not gonna listen to fans and then there's the lgbt community or mainly like the drag community that like mm-hmm. fully embraced this movie because i mean it was uh i don't watch drag race i'm not i I like the queens that came out of it like I follow them, but I don't really like reality like challenge competition shows like that. So I haven't I haven't gone around to watching it, but I know it was used as a runway challenge. Violet Chachki did an homage and I know Jinx Monsoon is Mm -hmm. like wholeheartedly like loves that show. I think she did a show with a couple of the drag queens that was like it wasn't in the article that I sent you, but I, I, I had read, I think, or maybe it was in that article that she had they, that they have like a show like a like a parody show of death becomes her that they put on oh, with yeah, drag like queens oh yeah like drag becomes her yeah yeah drag becomes her oh that was in the article yeah it was yeah i don't know we can't uh, we're not in the drag community i mean we are in the gay community so that's wh- how i heard about this but uh, other than that i can see i can see the appeal the like you know like women's we already said this women like pulling themselves together and like you know like gluing parts to them and mm-hmm. whatnot like i can see why that it, that was really attractive to drag queens
1: yeah and i think they mentioned in an article about like the hyper femininity mm-hmm. uh breaking through um gender rules is one of the aspects um in the film and i think another aspect that you mentioned off mike was um Oh man, what did you say? How to do with them like overcome or it was in the article as well,
0: but them overcoming challenges and um oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the in the article it says that the the gay community is often attracted to tales of struggle and resilience about people who are never giving up even if it's a mess, which is it just sounds endearing. Like I mean, this is This isn't some like a 24 breakthrough movie. Like you're going to sit down you're going to have to talk about it for hours. It's just, it's iconic. I mean, it's just, it has a bunch of one liners. Like you can shout them out along with the movie. Like it's just, it's just fun to watch. I mean, like you could also just put it on as background noise and just like pop in and out to see your favorite scenes. I mean, it's like, it's one of those movies. It's, it's a movie that kind of, it stands the test of time. Like it's, it will be beloved for probably forever. (laughs) You have a lot to say about this movie. I really don't,
1: I really don't. <laughs> it's just a good
0: movie. It I mean, really is. I, sorry for the short podcast, but I mean, it's just it's a good movie. You should go watch it.
1: Um, I guess. What's your final rating then?
0: I give it a ten out of ten. I mean, it, great one-liners. I mean, it's a pretty good storyline great characters, great acting. Oh my God, I love Meryl Streep when she when she throws the spear. I told you this off mm-hmm. mic. When she throws the spear and it goes through the giant hole that's in Goldie Hawn, and she goes, yes, no, oh, damn. <laughs> just the quick succession. It's just funny. It's a, it's a good movie. Yeah, I have no problems with it. Um, I guess
1: my final rating would be um, nine out of 10. I think overall it was a really good movie. And I mean, there's nothing really bad to say besides maybe a few um i don't actually nothing it was just a good movie i just gave it a nine out of ten just because it's, a, it's a, a bit of an older film so were you
0: calling us old then no close ca- to that age that it came out
1: oh my god
0: yeah no yeah no you're calling us old no no you're calling no, us old No. <laughs> what are we what are we watching next
1: The movie that we'll be watching next is Handmaiden. It's a 2016 Korean film. Um, And that's all that we have for you this time. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can also find past episodes on our websites at cinemabesties.com. Until next time, it was your Cinema Besties. Bye.
0: Bye.